0: Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent. It's Wednesday, May 19th, 2021. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Try sedation dentistry. You don't like pain, you need a lot of work done, call Dr. Mike O'Neill, best dentist in the world. 317-849-2933. Punch subscribe, hit like, ring the bell. Let's talk about sports. The Indianapolis Colts back to work today modified the offseason, we've talked about that, no camp. doing an extended OTA session for this week and next week, we heard from Darius Leonard yesterday talking about he gets up at 4.30 in the morning to work out, makes us look like pikers, we're up at 6 o'clock in the morning, we're doing work before 6 o'clock in the morning, Darius Leonard already about an hour and a half into his daily schedule at this point, that's awesome. Good for him, man. Uh, makes us look like pikers, right? There are five keys to the Colts making the postseason in 2021. And in health is a huge thing. Obviously, the biggest determining factor in whether an NFL team can make the playoffs and accomplish kind of playing to their potential is health. So that, obviously, that's overriding. These We've got one health issue among these, uh, these five, The rest are different, but we know that it's all about health, all right? Avoiding injuries, injury aversion, absolutely huge. If the Colts lose a bunch of guys on the offensive line, all bets are off, right? Lose a bunch of guys in the defensive backfield, all bets are off. These are the other five, except for one injury-related issue. Number five. Eric, actually, there are there are a couple of health ones, but Eric Fisher has got to be able to play by week four. You've got to get to week four with Eric Fisher. If you don't, you are starting Sam Tevy at left tackle, and that's a problem. Or, you know what? We talked to uh, Quentin Nelson the other day uh, on Monday, and Frank Reich, and neither wanted Quentin Nelson to be that option to slide out to left tackle. However, if Eric Fisher can't play and Sam Tevy can't stop edge guys from getting to Carson Wentz, you know what? This deal ain't done yet. So uh, let's not completely put to bed the idea that Quentin Nelson is going to be a left guard for the rest of his life. Uh, Eric Fisher has got to get on the field and find some way to do that early in the season because you can't, those first five games are really, really tough. You play the Seahawks and the Rams in weeks one and two, and then you've got three games on the road, including a game against the Tennessee Titans in late September. You've got to come out of that five game stretch two and three at worst if you're going to qualify for the postseason. Number four you got to have Jonathan Taylor healthy for all 17 games because I don't trust Marlon Mack to come back from that Achilles injury and be healthy for all 17 games. Jonathan Taylor and that running game for the Colts, absolutely critical to the Colts' success offensively. You cannot rely on Carson Wentz to drive this offense. We saw that in Philadelphia this past year. You put Carson Wentz in a position where all that weight's on his shoulders, that offense is going to collapse. With a running game, with balance, Carson Wentz can be the guy that leads this offense to a, a season good enough to get to the playoffs and deep into the playoffs. But if not for the running game, you're going to have a tough time making uh, putting the points on the board necessary to win games. Number three, Pay, Taquan Lewis, and... Uh, Komoko Ture, they've got to combine for 25 sacks. You have got to get pressure on the opposing quarterback. And, if, and you can throw DeForest Buckner in there too and bump that number up to 30. If you get to the quarterback that often with those four guys, then you're taking a lot of pressure off the cornerbacks. If you can't get pressure on opposing quarterbacks, they are going to pick that secondary apart. And that's problematic. Rocky seen runs a 4 5 or he did at the Combine. I don't know if he's still that fast. Fast, in quotes. You've got to be able to put pressure on the quarterback or this whole thing falls apart. Uh, number two, Carson Wentz needs to reduce picks and sacks to the 2020 Phillip Rivers level of 11 picks, which was still kind of high. Car- or Carson Wentz led the NFL with 15. So 11 picks, kind of... Uh, An elevated number compared to a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL. And then 19 sacks down from Carson Wentz's 50 in 2020 with the Philadelphia Eagles. You can't get sacked 50 times. You get sacked 50 times, they're going to carry you off the field. Uh, So 11 picks, 19 sacks. If Carson Wentz can do that, the Colts offense is in really good shape. And then you have got number one you have got to go 4-0 against the Jaguars and the Texans. They are two of the worst teams in the NFL, and given the schedule for the Indianapolis Colts with a lot of tough opponents this year, they play the AFC East. That is no bargain. The Patriots are going to be back. They spent more money than any team in the NFL in free agency, had what looked to be a fairly substantial draft. Bill Belichick is going to have that team ready to compete in 2021. You got the Buffalo Bills. You got the Miami Dolphins as well. And then you got the Jets. The Jets, that's okay. You like playing the Jets. But you've got to be able to win twice against the Jags, twice against the Texans. And if you can split against the Titans, that's a good thing too. We talked about those first five games. And they are a gauntlet. You've got to play well against the teams you were supposed to beat you can throw the las vegas raiders in there too and, and the jets all right so four against the jags i'm i i'm amending my own my own list of five you you've got to beat the in division teams you got to get five of those six games they got to be wins and then if you can beat the jets and the raiders that gives you seven wins you're at worst seven and ten if you lose every other game, and you're not going to lose every other game. So, the Colts, if they can win those seven, go seven and one in those eight games. Split the others, you got eleven wins. That's pretty good. That'd be okay. I'd take that. Right? You'd take that. Let's talk about the Pacers. Pacers were awesome last night. Pacers were fantastic. How much fun was that to watch? How much fun is it to watch a guy like Dougie McBuckets go haywire in the first five minutes of the game, score 14 points? No player in the NBA this season scored 14 points in the first five minutes of any game until last night's uh, Pacers game against the Hornets, where Dougie McBuckets did it. They were awesome last night. How was O'Shea Brissett not on an opening day roster for one of the 30 teams in the NBA? Good for the Indiana Pacers for signing him to that deal with uh the Mad Ants and then bringing him up for a couple of 10-day contracts. This guy's been fantastic. Last night he led all scorers for the uh for the Pacers with 23. Sabonis had 14-21 and 9. It, 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 do people really want Domas Sabonis to get traded? Do you, do you want Domas Sabonis? You can't play with both Turner and Sabonis, so B- Sabonis has to go. First of all, I don't agree with the premise entirely. Second of all, Domas Sabonis, who's going to get rebounds if you don't have Domas Sabonis? Who's gonna, that offense runs through Domas Sabonis. He had nine triple-doubles this past season, for God's sake. Pacers, they win last night like 144-117. Charlotte was embarrassing. Their lack of defense was ridiculous. Uh, Brogdon, 16-8 last night in his return. Uh, McDermott, like I said, 14 points in the first five minutes. Boston beat Washington 118-100. So the Pacers will travel to Washington and play the Wizards tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, for the eighth seed. If they win, they're in the playoffs. If they lose, they're not in the playoffs. They would like to win. If they lose... They're in the lottery. I guess that's a good thing. Uh, Kwame Brown went off the rails on Instagram. Uh, wow, you know what? This is what happens. What Kwame Brown did on IG Live is exactly what happens if you don't have a boss. If you're just living your life and you go on social media with no oversight whatsoever and no no you know person above you or department above you who can suspend you for complete wildness, psychotic rants on social media, I guess what's the downside? He went crazy on on Stephen A. Smith, and it, so he doesn't like Stephen A. Smith, and that's the way it goes. If you haven't seen it, watch it, but understand that you are going to hear some language that you will find offensive. Even those of you who enjoy vulgarity, profanity, obscenity, you're going you're gonna to scratch your head when you watch Kwame Brown just light up Stephen A. Smith. And if I were Stephen A. Smith, I would not want to run into Kwame Brown in a club or out anywhere else. Uh, Kwame Brown is not a man to be trifled with, I don't think. Anger issues, plus he's absolutely humongous. Uh, former Louisville basketball assistant, ESPN commentator, former head coach at Clemson Dino Gaudio charged with a federal count of extortion gaudio got fired by chris mack down at louisville who changed his staff this was a disappointing season for louisville so mac made changes uh to his staff gaudio part of those changes he went to the administration at louisville as he got fired and said look i got video of ncaa violations being committed you 're gonna have to pay me for the next 17 months pay me to the end of my contract in order for me not to go to the media uh, Louisville recorded the conversation went to the federal authorities and they have charged they have char- Louisville ain't playing charged gaudio with one count of federal extortion and uh so there you go that uh I uh, Dino Gaudio angry tried to play hardball Louisville said you know what how about this? How about a, uh, a little check-raise action? We're going to record the conversation, call the feds, and have you charged with extortion. Thank you very much, Dino Gaudio. Sad for Dino Gaudio. At the age of 64, Dino tried to play a strong hand, bluffed his way into the room, and then, uh, you know, I didn't have the cards to finish it. Uh, let's celebrate some birthdays on what is going to be a warmer Wednesday. Nice to see the heat. Jacked up a little bit in central Indiana. Nice to see the speeds at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Jacked up as well. Practice continues for the Indianapolis 500 at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Darren Burns, happy birthday. Michael Wade Moss, the great Ursula Hoffman, celebrating a birthday. Julie, of course, with the, uh, the shrieks from the kitchen. Shrieks of joy, like we haven't heard those in this house before. Uh, Matt Schukart, happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis O'Malley, happy birthday. Nora Spitznagel, Ser- Corey Sarawick, happy birthday. Matt Korn, Greg Toe, Charles Eisenhower, happy birthday. John Chandler, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else had his best done with an honest and specific compliment. Today, this afternoon, talking about the Colts, talking about the Pacers. It's what we do, baby. Talk to you at about 2.30 this afternoon. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?